Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to what I hope is another exciting discussion for you. This is Kimberly Quinn here to discuss. I would like to discuss something related to the last thing I did. Maybe it was the video. I don't remember. But anyway, is who gets the most approval? Who's getting the approval? Because there are a lot of approval junkies out there, and we want to know what's going on. We're going to discuss this today. Okay, so I have an answer for you for who gets the most approval. And ironically, it's those who don't give a fat rat's ass if they get anyone's approval or not because they're comfortable in their skin, living their authentic lives. And that's just how it is. The ones who get, the people who get the least approval are the ones chasing it. And it's just, this is just the reality of the universe's dynamics. That's it. So here is the paradox. If you want more approval, you got to stop needing it. So that takes inner framework, being in your frame with your authentic self and, you know, the self-love that's all involved inside the frame and self-acceptance inside the frame and knowing your own value. Only then will you, um, it's kind of like, you know, like when we take an aspirin or something, it just gets rid of the symptoms, not the problem, right? So we've got to, we've got to stop glazing over things and go inside the frame to really work through what is preventing us from seeing our own inner value and worthiness, because it, that is what will, that's the source right there. And that is what is sort of pushing us to, you know, out of our own frame and into the frames of other people to acquire their approval, which is this real temporary dope fix. And it is a dope fix. It's like people drink, people don't drink because it doesn't feel good. When we get the approval of others outside of our frames, there is an immediate feel good, like a junky feel good thing. And, uh, and it has a, it has a half-life just like anything else. And then, you know, it reinforces all the, the low, low self-esteem stuff, all the false self stuff, all the ego stuff, and doesn't go anywhere good. So you can, you can catch yourself with, with this when it's happening, you know, first of all, ask yourself, ask yourself, question yourself on the quality of your own life. Just rate yourself. And if you have, like, you can do like a liquor scale, like one to 10, but you don't even need to do that. I mean, just, you can do that. Just ask yourself, how happy am I? How fulfilled am I? How much joy is in my life? How comfortable am I in my own skin? Because rather than, you know, like, what is the quality of my life, really? Because rather than we want to shift out of, we want to shift, um, you know, away from the other orientation into a, you know, appearance kind of, kind of like appearance-based thinking into quality-based thinking. So rather than, you know, what many of us get caught in is when someone else doesn't like you at work, someone doesn't like me. Oh no. Right. We get, and then, or somebody says something snarky or implies this or implies that. And then we get yanked out of our frame into feeling badly about ourselves. What did I say? What did I do? Oh no, they don't like me. What is wrong with me? Okay. Right there. Catch yourself because that is the ego trap, the shame, shame mode. It's all, it's all the false self leading us out of our frames and realizing that whatever that person's opinion is, is just their freaking opinion. Okay. It's their own cognitively speaking. It is their neurons in their brain grouping together and firing off signals that get stronger the more that they repeat it and repeat it, repeat it. And, and that resides in their brain. That's the only place it resides is there unless you choose to, um, suck it into your own brain. It only resides in their brain. And, 
Uh, it's independent of you. This is so important to realize, not to take it personally. Their neurons belong to them. That's it. And we couldn't even reach into their into their skull with kindness and anesthesia and pull out this image or memory of you because, again, it's all neurons grouping together, firing and refiring. There is no actual thing. Is an actual memory, like the Disney movie. You can pull out, I think it's Inside Out. Yeah. You pull out the little memory ball. And they did a great job with that, though, by the way, as far as how they explained it. But in reality, a memory or this idea of you doesn't, like, you couldn't reach in and, and pull it out. Like, you could reach in and pull out an amygdala or a hypothalamus or something, parts of the brain. No, it's just a bunch of neurons grouping together, firing off venomous thoughts about you that don't belong to you. Okay, so here's the deal. Our hair is like the skinny right off the street. Is when we get sucked into that whole cycle, the ego, false self, shame cycle, is we are saying, even if we don't actually respond to them in a, in a weak, I need your approval way, even if we're just doing this in our heads, what we are saying to ourselves, which is awful, is that um, what you think of me, fill in the blank with the person, coworker, whoever, family member, doesn't matter who it is. It's not okay. Whatever you think of me is more important than what I think of myself. That should not be true ever. I don't usually use the word should. What you think of me is more important than what I think of me. It's horrible because here's the thing. This is abandonment of the self. I don't know that there is anything worse for the spirit than that. Okay, it's one thing if people outside of you abandon you, that's bad enough. But to abandon yourself, you got to be your own best friend. Abandoning yourself is just the worst. And and like anything, the brain loves patterns. So the more we get into self-betrayal, it gets stronger, stronger, snowball down the hill. You know, we've talked about it. You know, and when we do this, we are literally handing over our own power, our authentic power on a plate, like a shiny, nice piece of china. Here you go you know, take over. You can pull my strings and have me dance around like a marionette because I'm clearly not pulling my own strings. That is what we're doing. We want to get to a place where we are pulling our own strings. Do not give your power away like that. I just want to revisit this for one second because, and we're not saying that approval doesn't feel good. Of course it feels good. You know, I, I was, I've been talking about, I've been doing a whole bunch of presentations lately, which I love because I just love people. I love people and the interaction, the engagement and hearing their stories, you know, when it's, when it's done and hearing their thoughts. And I just, the whole thing is just has me flying around the room just with high octane passion. And here's the thing is, of course, it feels good when people say nice things and when people applaud and when people stay after to, to, uh, to talk to you about things. I mean, it feels so incredibly good. Here's the difference though. I don't go seeking it. There's a lot of my life where I did, of course, because I was into pleasing and, you know, tell me I'm a good person, all that bullshit, but not anymore. Okay. Here's the thing is, um, it feels good. And I, I do, I do let it in. I've gotten to a very good place with, you know, kind of deep breaths and let in all those kind words because the brain loves this. And the brain also then is better able to receive kind and loving words. If that was once something that wasn't easy for you, it makes it easier and easier and easier when we actually sit with that goodness and allow it in. And it also, of course, is how the universe or source or God works is that then it, that then attracts more. We're receptive to the kindness of others. Then it brings more. So that is a good thing. But here's the thing, or and here's the thing though, is when that just comes naturally, that's great. 
soak it up, bask, and love it, but not to go looking for it. Because when we go looking for it and seeking it, this is saying that we need it. We don't want to need approval. When it lands on our lap, great, but we don't want to need it. Think about it. When we are needing something, it means that that's in somebody else's frame outside of us externally. So if we need something that's outside of us externally, think crystal meth. Okay, now I need it. And if I don't have it, I am debilitated. Well, that isn't different with needing the approval of others and getting locked into people to, or people pleasing the disease to please and rescuing and all this other codependent behavior. When we need to do that to feel good about ourselves, that gives other people the power to pull our strings like a marionette. That is what we're saying. We don't want to need it because then we're dependent on it like approval junkies. Okay. And we cannot exist on our own, in our own frames, in our own, you know, basking in our own authenticity and authentic happiness and joy if we're not in our frame, living in someone else's frame. Okay. So here's like the main theme here is we don't want to need approval like we need to breathe oxygen because you can breathe just fine without other people's approval. And in fact, I got to give a shout out because, um, and Thoreau, I'm a big fan of, I think many people are a fan of Thoreau. He just learned how to live. Just great guy. Um, and I also, I want to give Wayne Dyer a shout out too, because um, I was, I got this from him and was inspired by him as well. So Thoreau said this, if you can advance confidently in the direction of your own dreams and endeavor to live the life which you have imagined, you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Oh my God, that's amazing. I want to say it one more time. Thoreau said, if you advance confidently in the direction of your own dreams and endeavor to live the life which you have imagined, you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Wow. You know, because here's the thing, and this is, we, we are, the pursuit of happiness is our unalienable right. Even the four, the, our forefathers said that here in the States, right? So it, it's our spiritually, we are, you know, the universe, God, source wants, you know, as much abundance as possible for us. The thing is, the, the rule is, as long as that does not interfere with someone else's pursuit of happiness and their dream, that is that, that's the one rule we need to abide by because only then, because then it's not harmonious and not okay. We cannot interfere with anyone else's pursuit. And I also wanted to just um, kind of wind up here because we were talking about uh, a few videos ago about success being a mindset and Thoreau's quote kind of leads us to this where um, success is not, it's not something we just get or, or acquire success is a mindset and it's an internal process. And I think, a lot of people don't get that. They think it's like grabbing an apple off a tree or something. It's just not how it works. In fact, we've also talked about, and I have to shout out to Sean Aker about this with the happiness advantage. In the States, at least, and I love my country, we have it ass backwards with the formula for happiness and success because uh, many people think it's once I'm successful, then I'll, only then can I be happy. It's kind of like grabbing the apple from the tree thing. It's all over again. When in reality, it's the exact, exact opposite. Only once we find authentic happiness, it is only then that we can be truly successful. And as also, this one last thing is, and, uh, and as Wayne Dyer uh, often says, the success thing being an internal process, we also can bring success to every single thing we do. We can bring it to a conversation. We can bring it to changing a grandchild's diaper. We can bring it, you know, to a walk in a woods with, an, with a partner or of our kids. 
Uh, we can just bring success to to every single thing we do, even doing the dishes, cleaning the house, artwork, friends, anything. It's all about the internal process and the mindset. Success is a mindset. And it is a mindset that is independent of anyone else's approval. When we live in our own frame, dependent on our own our own approval, residing in our authenticity and self-love, this is when we are just on fire with, with success, driven by high-octane, authentic passion. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the very rainy northern Vermont today. Have a mindful day.